This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We discuss everything that's Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and Maya Salon McDaniel, third student at Aikido of Fresno. So we're, we're, we eat a lot on this podcast, but we're really eating right now because we have a very small window to get the podcast in, so uh, we're going to have a lot of full mouths of food, so we apologize, um, but yeah, that's what's going on. So um, today's episode is a follow-up episode uh, from our last episode in which we talked about Utimi, and we got a uh, email, email? Some sort of conversation. Uh, a message on Facebook. Message, Facebook message. Um with some kind of follow-up and some questions and some, uh, essentially, some some further discussion, I yeah. think, for so, us to have. So basically, Jared Wilson from Marshall Thoughts Podcast, if you don't listen to it, you should give it a listen, um, sent a message on Facebook and said, hey, um, I think uh, I listened to the episode on a Timmy, and I think you left something off of it. And then he linked a video uh, it's the uh, the the famous uh, Ueshiba video. Uh, I think it's from like 35, 1935 or something. He's at the newspaper dojo, and they're they're recording it. It's black and white. It's when he's the youngest uh, that you get to see him in that stuff. Um, and he showed. Uh, he asked me to look at a moment, which is where uh, Ueshiba is initiating the contact. And uh, he was saying that's a Timmy, and he was saying, and Jared Wilson saying that um, that initiation. Is done like uh, almost as a like a, an aggressive part of Aikido or something like initiating the contact via the Atimi. And he said that you know he kind of felt this might fall into like the idea of feints, um, you know, like so the idea of making an action that's not really going to be completed, but is done to set up something else. This is a good one. I like this because um, you've probably seen this before. People talk about it all the time. Like let's say in in Shomenuchi, Shomenuchi Ikkyo, uh, who 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 initiates that action? Is it the Nage who initiates the action? If, is it the Uke who initiates the action? If it is the Nage who initiates the action, um, what's that all about? Because we're we're the, the peaceful art. So why would we be initiating an action against someone, etc.? So it depends on the teacher you're talking to. If you talk to Saito Sensei, I think uh, he would have said absolutely that uh, Nage is initiating that action. So the person doing the Aikido is initiating that action, and I think he would say that Yuishiba was saying the same thing, um, which is that they're um, they're kind of being preactive, right? Like they're they're starting something off, they're initiating the attack, um, and I think the justification in this, you know, when you look at it, like uh, you know, Aikido is a defense only martial art, which is something Saito Sensei also said, um, is that you understand that there is an attack imminent. Um, right. And Yoshiba, or yeah, Yoshiba said quite often that like I'll move when I see a little light come out from them, right? And you know this is a kind of cryptic thing, but I think basically what he's saying is when he can tell that the person's about to attack, right. he attacks ahead of them, and by doing that, then um, he is uh, honestly just responding to the attack that's about to happen, but he's doing it ahead of time, which gives him an advantage. And this is why in a Shomenuchi. Uh, situation, you would want to initiate the strike because if you don't, you're going to be behind and you're going to lose. Um, and while this, the, the language I'm going to use right now was unpopular with Yoshiba, and I have good theories as to why, um, uh, that would be in Japanese uh, kendo practice what's called sensen no sen, um, which is 
to be ahead of their action, right? Essentially, and I'm, I'm really paraphrasing. This is a we could definitely do a whole blog or a whole podcast just on uh, the concept of timing. Maybe we do. Uh, yeah, that would be a good one. But um, Write but basically, <laughs> you know, attack imminent, but no physical action's been done yet, and so you make the first physical action. And I think this is um, interesting, and I've seen this play out a lot of times in some of the stuff that we do, where we're doing maybe sort of a, a, a GeoWaza-ish situation um, where we have a pool noodle as a weapon, um, and people like to kind of hang out in this weird place where um, they think that they're safe from my attack, but they also aren't committed, fully committed to um, attacking me. Now, I you know that they will be attacking you at some point, right? Um, you also, excuse me, you also know that they are in distance to be attacked. So a lot of times, that's the easy move is just to 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 take that quick uh, thing to sort of force force an attack or to force them to commit to that thing that, that you're... Or to back out, to either give you room, right. <clears throat> which is what you want um, in a conflict. I, I either want you to stop attacking me, i.e. give me room, or I, I need to finish off your attack that you've started. Even though you're not currently what we might call attacking, you are in an attack space. You're in a space to make an attack. And if you try to attack me in that space, I can't do anything about it because I will not have a reaction time. So instead of, uh, depending on my ability to react, I proact, and by my proacting, I, I make it favorable for me. And this is different than just going around punching people randomly. 100%. You know I, mean? like, 100%. I think people, when they say that Aikido is you know, an, a, a not an attacking art, you know, a purely defensive martial art, um, they maybe are confused about that. Because um, it's true, it's, we're not going around picking fights, and that is definitely not in line with, I feel like, most people's understanding of Aikido. So I saw this great video yesterday. <laughs> The other day. Um, and it was um, Kodagai Shafa Jab. And it was setting up a Kodagai Shafa Jab. Whatever. I was really taken by uh, one particular point in this where um, the guy throws the jab, they get into a kind of a clinch up, and then the, the, who would, the guy who would be the Nage uh, pushes the, the Uke away, right, to get his distance, which is great, and then resets into like a a hands up situation as if like to say try to punch me again um and to me that's like the opposite of what you would really be trying to do or what you would want to do in that situation from an IT standpoint which is like look if we're in a uh, situation that's so close he can punch me first of all i've made a bunch of mistakes yep. along the way secondly I want to be making distance, 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 distance. If I have to come in and I do push away from him to get back at a, a good distance for me, I don't want to collapse that ever yeah. again. Yeah, you should be moving. I want to be angles. I want to be, um, I never want to like square up into what we, we would call a, a hands up uh, situation. And I think this falls into that same thing. It's like uh, there's a moment where if you are um, on it, you can uh, make an entering move or a move that allows you to to end that attack in an in an Aiki fashion, uh, and it might seem a little. Uh, and even if it's, I guess it would be um, our uh, a multi, right? I mean, it's our it's our 
dominates our, our forward energy, it's able to, to I think it right out. I think this whole uh, thing, I think what Jared Wilson brought up, can really be summarized nicely in the idea of Ura Namote, um, and Ura being the dominant, uh, overt, uh, direct action, and Ura being the receptive, covert, receiving action. Um, those two things can kind of summarize what the question is. And, and so, you know, he said, oh, I think you kind of left this off of a Timmy. But it, to me, I don't feel like we left it off of a Timmy because um, the kinds of things he's he's pointing out and are, are absolutely part of Aikido practice um, are not an attempt genuinely to hit the body. Um, it's it's, uh, it's a, a taking advantage of a moment in time. So it's a timing practice more than actually hitting the body. Whether the hit the body comes off or not doesn't matter. It's a timing. And this is like when... Jared was asking about feints and stuff. Um, this is this is what it is, like a feint, you know. And this gets criticized a lot in Aikido practice, where Aikido teachers will say, oh, this isn't really a hit, it's just a feint. And then people say, well, that's stupid, because if you don't actually hit anything, then no one's going to be scared of your hit, and so it's not going to be um, uh, an effective feint, right? So, like, in order for a feint to be a an effective feint, you have to know that um, someone can't hit you, right, right. right? Otherwise, the, the feint right. won't work, right? right? If you're not willing to hit them, right, then they're then not they're, will, they're not gonna fall for the feint. Exactly, right? Go, yeah, you're not gonna hit. So, um, and that's a valid point, and that's why we do have a Timmy in Aikido. It absolutely is a part of Aikido. Um, but this this taking advantage of moments in time isn't exactly a Timmy. The emphasis is not really on the Timmy. It's the taking advantage of the timing of the situation. I think you see that perfectly in that Shomanuchi setup, you know, where um, as they're moving, you're moving in, and because you're moving ahead of for that moment, you can do that thing where otherwise you wouldn't be able to. No. So there it is. We <laughs> handled the whole situation for it. No, but I think it's interesting, and, and the reason that I thought we could talk about this because I think there's a lot of, um, it's something that I think comes up for people, like, that the, the I don't know, aggressiveness, the, the era versus, and I don't want to change the, the topic of this, but that idea of, um, is it okay for the Nage to be aggressive and, you know, forceful? And when does that go over the top of um, I right? Um, so we gotta we gotta work with a lot of stuff here. So one, we have to understand the philosophy of Aikido. What is the philosophy of Aikido? And we might have lots of different opinions. Uh, I personally am of the opinion that Aikido is a defensive martial arts. The philosophy of that is I'm not doing anything to you aside from you attempting to attack me. And, and really, if I have perfect Aiki, I'm not doing anything to you, period. Um, you're doing it to yourself. Like, your choice to attack me um, and where I will position myself is what's hurting you, right? So, like, we had a student who was a Marine, and uh, we were talking about stuff once, and he was like, oh, yeah, this is a Marine concept where I go to a position that they will kill themselves in order to get to my position, right? Um, and I think that's kind of the, the overall strategy of Aikido, which is, I'm going to continuously put myself in a position where if you want to attack that position, you're going to have to make personal sacrifices. Um, so there's a philosophical issue we have this to talk about. This happens to be there. Your face should get out of the way. Right, right. There's a. That's what I was trying to say the other day in training. And there's a there's a, a infinitely deep chasm 
that goes infinitely long in front of me. If you want to get to me, you have to cross that chasm. Then you're going to fall into it. And you know, and that's kind of the idea. You know, I mean, that's a crazy analogy. But, but basically, that, that's, that's, so you have to go to the philosophy of Aikido. What's the philosophy of Aikido? Okay, then we have to ask, um, what is uh, effective, right? So what, what's making the things happen? Um, and, and so in Aikido, what I would say is making the things happen is the timing of the situation, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's lots of ways we can look at it. And so a way to get timing, you know, there's, there's kind of three ways to get timing. I can provoke, meaning I can uh, make you come into me in a way that is uh, going to hurt you, okay? Um, I could um, uh, attack at you, right? So I could go at you when I, I'm doing this. Um, and that's like what you look at it a faint or something like that. Or I could truly counter time you, which means I time my actions and yours so well that when you do your action, uh, it ends up being bad for you. And yeah, so then this would fall in that. Uh, and those are all, I think, uh, within the realm of Aikido. For sure. Absolutely. And so. I think it's just confusing for people because when they see, you know, particularly violent looking Rondori or something and they're like oh how is this Aikido you know there's there's a guy you know whacking people with a, a sword or a, you know there's there's fists flying like how is that Aikido you know and I think it's, it can get real confusing disentangling um, the different like people making strikes and people being an attacker or initiating in an, like an initial situation that makes any sense like I think when when we say that Aikido is not uh, is a defensive martial art, we're saying initially the conditions that are set in order for a, con a conflict to happen, we are not the ones setting those conditions. You know, we are we start on the defensive, and then from there, we are doing what we have to do to 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 complete to finish whatever's happening and leave. You know, to be done with the situation. And if that includes a punch or a hit or pulling a knife and using a it, throw. then that's a then that's part of it. Yeah. But it's you know you're not the one pulling the knife on somebody. You know you're the one who says, "Well, shit, I guess I gotta get my knife out now because you know I feel threatened." <laughs> I think the way you said that right now is about as good a way as you can say it uh, in the normal way we talk about things. Right. Um, and I think that inherently is confusing like and I think this is why we get lost because you know at what moment are you looking at the the situation right so like mm -hmm. you know if you're looking at the moment where okay so say I'm standing on the street and some guy comes up to beat me up right okay now if you look at the moment where I'm casually walking down the street and the guy comes towards me to beat me up you can say oh uh, that guy's the aggressor and you're not the aggressor okay now mm -hmm. if we take that same snapshot and I look at him and I realize attack imminent and I attack him now, if you look at that snapshot, I am the aggressor, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the confusing way of talking about this. Okay, so what we have to really look at is who wants to leave the engagement and yeah. who wants to make right, the engagement right, right. overall, right? Mm -hmm. And so what Aikido continuously does is it stacks up my ability to leave the situation constantly. Yeah. Now, sometimes that leaving might go through something right, somewhere, right, 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 um, right. but that's my overall goal is to leave. I think there's a really nice little chart uh, in Aikido dynamic sphere where they show like different probable outcomes for two people engaging and one is like uh, one guy getting mad at another guy and going and beating him up and then one guy is uh, one like throwing him and walking away and you know there's just different you can look at it but basically it kind of shows morality. Like, near the very beginning I remember right. looking at 
Yeah. So like some morality in conflict. Um, and I think overall the what we're doing in Aikido and the way all of our things are built is so that we could leave the engagement. And if we could leave the engagement, if we could, uh, you know, just empty our hands of the situation immediately at any point, that's what we right, would right, do. Right. And it's only Best the choice. continuous pressure. Now, that part of that might be having to go at someone, right? right? I mean, just, yeah. Right. But the overall situation, that doesn't make me the aggressor. That just gives me, an, that was my option. That was what I had. And so, and this is what, you know, like, when you go, um, you know, I, I wish everyone could go through these drills. We do these drills all the time. But like, so if you go um, arm length distance, um, beyond that, closer than arm length distance, you are in a mega dangerous situation. And you mean fingertips touching. Fingertips Your touching, fingertips right? To so, my fingertips. Yeah. Arms um, extended. Right, yeah. So we run this drill a lot. Um, if you look at our Instagram, you'll see tons of pictures of this because we do it a lot. But but basically, there is a range. Um, and this, this kind of, like, I got this idea from George Silva's uh, time of the hand, time of the foot, time of the body stuff, um, which is essentially... My hand, for me, moving the fastest, my hand moves the fastest. My body moves the second fastest. My foot moves the slowest. So meaning, you know, like if I had to get something, the quickest way to do it would be to grab it with my hand, right? Not lean my body in and definitely not take a step to get the thing, right? So um, with that idea, if you get to arm distance, right? So meaning I stick my hand out so my fingertips touch someone else's extended arm at fingertip distance. Okay, and that was a big explanation, but, <laughs> but that's what we're talking about. Um, it's really hard for someone to get to you without you having enough time to react to yeah. that because they have to take a step to you in order to get you, right? So they can't kick you, they can't bite you, can't hit you, can't do anything to you without first taking a step. That step gives most all people enough reaction time to deal with that attack. We run this all the time uh, with rubber knives and stuff and you learn that once you learn how to pay attention, once you have the idea of cook you, then people can't stab you at that distance anymore. It's very, very difficult for someone to stab you in that, in that distance. Um, but beyond that distance, when they're closer than that distance, you are in a life-threatening situation because most of the time, you cannot react quick enough to deal with someone's attack. This distance is one where you should initiate the attack because if you don't, they're going to get you. Now, them choosing to come into that distance was them beginning the situation. You are trying to pull out of that. And, and in, in live Aikido practice, the idea is always to walk out of that distance, walk out of that right, distance, right. walk out of that distance. So if they're pressing it so hard that you can't walk out of that distance, you have to attack because otherwise you're sub subject to their attack and, and you're in a distance you can't respond to. Right, right. I think, uh, you know, it's kind of, if you think about it in uh, football terms, we like to use this uh, a lot of times. So, you know, uh, running back uh, going for the touchdown, someone's in his way. Um, he may straight on, you know. Right. Um, that's not necessarily him attacking that. No, guy, it's not him attacking right? him at all. He's not trying to like get that guy and <clears throat> put him on the ground. He's just trying to get by that guy. The way that he chooses to do it is to use his arm to create, you know. And I think that's that's the thing is is being able to differentiate between an attack from a intent standpoint and um, something that might look like an attack that is really just. Um, you setting up your defense. Right, and and the way to trick yourself with that is to always look at little snapshots of time and not to over realize the overall goals. So for example, if you looked at a snapshot in time of that running back stiff arming uh, some defensive end or back or something, uh, you go, oh, you know, um, that guy's attacking the other. 
But when you see the whole thing play out, you realize that no, the running back's just trying to get point A to point B. And that defensive player is trying to stop him from doing that, right? And so you have to take the overall picture into account, which is one person's just trying to escape. That's what they're trying to do. Um, and then you attacking me, I will have to play with the timing of that, right? Whether that timing means I'm ahead, on time with, or after your timing, depends on what's going on. Yeah. It's also the idea of, you know, uh, I like to always talk about IU in, in terms of giving and taking space, you know? Um, and depending on what the situation is, you want to give that space up that they want or you want to take it. If you're taking that space, that may come off looking like an attack, but it's not necessarily. Because that attack only right. exists in response. Right, right. Yeah. So. Um, no, I think, that was, I think this is a good, a good something that people need to um, keep, keep in mind and, and talk about. I'm not sure if it answers Jerry Wilson's question. So <laughs> we'll answer his question or not. Or, um, But originally, I mean, you, you, even though we didn't talk about it in the Yotemi thing specifically, um, it was in there sort of underlying because it is one of the, the uses of the thing. Right. Well, you know, like, <clears throat> it's, it's tricky. And this is why I say, you know, like, I don't think we left it off because – you know, if uh, we're in danger range and I know attack imminent and I choose to attack, um, is that a Timmy? Yes, it is a Timmy. But it's not spurred on by me choosing to make a Timmy. It's spurred on by them choosing to attack me. And so to me, it's a timing issue. Right. It's right. a, it's a, you know, and, and maybe this is all semantics, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. really it's like, it's, that is happening because of timing, like not because of the Atimi itself, you know? And so same kind of thing I said uh, stays, stays true as before, which is like, you know, if you want to learn to box, box. And boxing is about hitting the other person. Aikido is not about hitting the other person. It's about taking advantage of what I can to escape the situation. Right, right. So while a boxer would hit and then hit again and again and again and again and again, the Aikido person, if they hit and an opening was created, they would they take, take the opening to escape. Right, right, right. And they wouldn't necessarily hit uh, on... Hit would not necessarily be the first, uh, the go-to. Moving would be the go-to. Moving would be the go-to, 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 until maybe there wasn't anything left to do but step in right. with the right. Timmy. It's situation, situational with multiple possible outcomes, whereas something like boxing is situational with one possible outcome, one person hitting the other right, person right, until they quit, right, yeah. right? I guess we could say then that like any kind of attack, you know, like a, a stab with a knife or a punch or something, Aikido, it's just a means to an end, which is to keep moving, to make space, to leave. You know, if that's the only option, I'll take it so that I can again keep moving. Right. Where if you were boxing or something, it's not a means to an end. It is the end. It is, is the end. I'm exactly going to punch you right. in the face. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly so, right. Yeah. And and so then I guess if you're looking at an Aikido situation and and you're seeing punches that are seemingly superfluous and they're not they're not creating any extra space. And you know, there's one after another after another. Then we go. Mm, seems a little unnecessary. It's 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 just not. A, a, you know, there, there's a moral statement, and that that is important. <laughs> that's important. But like, necessary or not, is it achieving our goal? And so that's right. what I mean about you know the, yeah. the morality of Aikido, and then the effectiveness of Aikido. So yeah. the effective answer to Aikido, regardless of morality, is simply: Can I 
be conflict-free, right? I want to be conflict-free, whatever that is. And so if we don't look at moralities, we could say like, yeah, I shot him in the face and now I'm conflict-free. That could be a possible right, outcome. Right, right. Uh, Aikido's morality clause says, oh, we don't really do that. Like that's, that's what we're trying right. to avoid. That's high up on our avoid list. But um, defectiveness says, I don't care how we do it. We just end it immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the, the way to do that is to escape, you know? And, and, and yeah. yeah. It's interesting because uh, so, and, and obviously unless, uh, we've talked to Jared before, um, but I just, I, I would be interesting to see, to, to I, like, I would like to get his sort of take on this and, and maybe a little bit more of where he was coming from. Uh, with the question to to see, um, you know, because maybe he was hitting on the morality, you know, like there's some some depth in there that I personally think there's this big kind of uh, scary gray area for Aikido people or something where it's like uh, a Timmy really is the secret to us being effective, and um, if we did that, then we would have good Aikido, and I think a lot of Aikido people. Um, by good, I'm sorry, I mean effective Aikido, Aikido that would work to resolve my conflicts, um, would would work in a way to resolve my conflicts. Um, (laughs) But so it's a tricky area because that a lot of times then maybe goes against this morality clause that we have, right? Um, But when we put them together, to me, there's no gray area anymore. It's, Uh It's just very clear that it's like, no, my overall goal is never to hurt someone else. That's never my overall goal. That agrees with my morality clause. And my effectiveness clause says I can do these kinds of things in order to make that work out, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and you know, a Timmy them might be. And a Timmy them, you know, so like we do lots of weapons training. A Timmy them in a life-ending way might right, also right. be because I'm left with no options right, other right. than that. But my goal is never to attack the other person. Right. My goal is only response to the situation happening. Now, once we're in response to the situation happening, I might be ahead of the attack, in the middle of the attack, or behind the attack. Who knows? Um, but that's what's going on, yeah. right? And it's it's a sticky wicket because we're talking about timing, and timing's right. sticky wicket. And that's a whole, uh, whole. I think another point of this is like um, we often see engagements as uh, dueling. You right know, and and boxing whatever 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 um and all of these things ex- exist in that right in another way right right so right. we can talk about the same things that you're talking about now faints and blah 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 um and they're not necessarily applied in the same way that we would apply them in, right because yeah, the goal in a duel is always to beat up the other person and in an asymmetrical situation with aikido the goal is always to escape the conflict right, right whatever that might be and our our morality clause may limit whatever that may be but other than that it's basically that's the answer is that i want to escape the conflict i want no more conflict to exist right right and and in a dueling situation that's not the goal the goal is just to defeat the other person right right, right? right. so i can defeat them and conflict still exists i can defeat them and they're dead i can defeat it doesn't matter as long as i win the duel because the duel is the issue in Aikido, the conflict's the issue, and I want the conflict right, to go away. Right. And if you could uh, end it by going, hey, man, let's just walk our separate ways. Right. It would be perfect. Right. In a duel, right. that's never going to work because you lose face. Right, right. Yeah. In Aikido, if I could, um, yeah. So, you know, in Aikido, in a, in a <laughs> dueling, you know, so like if I entered an MMA ring, uh, in Aikido, to win, to make a win on Aikido, I could go, you win the conflict. And then the other guy goes, okay, I win the conflict. 
Now right. in Aikido, right. I did right. win right. Right. because I ended the conflict. Yeah. Yeah. And in the duel, the other guy also right. won. Right. We have two winners, right? right? Shock, it's a paradox. But because he won the duel. Um, also, in an Aikido situation, we're entered into that kind of context. I could run around in circles. Right, right. So the guy never gets me. And then they would say, he wins because you won't duel right, him. Right. And I say, I won because yes. he didn't beat There's me no up. Conflict. Right? Yeah. Conflict done. And so it's like when we enter asymmetry into it, we get these, these things where we can't have outcomes of both people winning. Right? And imagine that. You wish you'd envision this martial art where um, – we don't have to hurt the other right. person in order to, to resolve the conflict, right? Like that's a, that's a possibility. That's now on the table. Right. So the other day, uh, one of our uh, students, uh, we were doing some hodoku, some escaping drills, and uh, we went through like four or five, and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, this, is, this is my favorite one here. Here, grab me. And then I grab him, and he said, oh, hold on. Let go real quick. And I let go, and he said, there. Right. Like yes, <laughs> I love that. And I was like, eh, that, yeah, that makes perfect sense, right? If you can, I said that. <laughs> let go real quick. That okay, boy, and I did. Yeah. I let go because he was like, <laughs> didn't know what was going on. Anyway, uh, and I think that's a perfect kind of explanation of this whole thing, right? That. And, and so you know, understanding your tool set—that's the big deal. Understanding your tool set to obtain the objective you want, right? right? And in Aikido, when we're talking about Aikido as a martial art, I personally feel like. The objective is never beat the other guy. Right. It's simply stop the conflict, however that may right, be. Right. I think uh, we did our dojo masogi this last weekend, and while we were training Boken uh, up in the woods, um, I felt like uh, the so you kind of he taught us a couple different uh, sword drawing things and kind of two attacker little situations. It wasn't anything big, and it was like here's a couple different options for how this might play out kind of go to work and kind of set us free go go ahead um and i think it was a little bit confusing because like the 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 newer students couldn't quite grasp the timing part of it right. i think that was really hard because it's timing such a big deal um and you were like you know here's your different options but like they couldn't figure out how to you know they, it's they still couldn't kinda, figure out where they were in right the, yeah. and like they still couldn't and, and like behind? i mean you know same no judgment here like I, it's difficult um, but like setting that up with two newer students, like, and you know, one person was like, okay, I will do this. Like they were like, okay, uh, we'll do this thing this time. Cause that's how they're used to practicing is like the, you know, this time I'm going to attack early. This kind of time I'm going to attack late. And, and that was the best way to do it because it, we were able to practice what we were trying to practice. But like working with the timing, I think you kind of wanted to go just, just see what happens. Freeform. Yeah. Freeform. Right. Just yeah. go ahead. You know, the person behind you is going to either attack early, middle, or late, and you just have to work with it. But they weren't quite there yet, you know? Right. And I think the, the timing thing, like, the more that I do it, it it's really central to what what's happening. Um, um, you would like to not talk about those timings from what I've read, mm -hmm. um, because uh, that it confuses the issue, mm -hmm. right? And, and this is the, the very confusion we talked about. Like when my laid out a very sensible way to look at it, I was like, ah, and it's scary because right. it confuses right, the right, issue, right? right? Yeah. And so like, you wish you would like to say, you know, uh, sin, sin, no sin, go, no sin, sin, no sin. They're all the same thing, right? And meaning that like there is one engagement that will have one conclusion. No matter right. how it's right. timed, that doesn't matter. And that's true. But it's really hard to grasp that 
um, without seeing the timings. You know, like you got to understand those timings right, right. because uh, you know eventually, like I'm very comfortable with talking about it that way now. But when I'm trying to get students there, I have to say like you realize you could be ahead, you could be on time, you could be behind. You know, like those are all possibilities. All right, is there anything else? I don't know what our time looks like here, but... Um, yeah, we're probably... This is probably a little bit probably, of a short episode, but also we're on a lunch break here, so... Uh, fairly close. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's... Uh, do we have our thing we can think of? I will stick it on in post. All right. I'm sorry. We'll we're it. using the phone to record it right now because we didn't have the recording in a long story, right. but right now, unfortunately, we're using the phone to record this, so we can't look on there. But we will say that we really do appreciate, as always, our Patreon... Uh, and okay. new equipment is coming. In fact, I'm going to put the order in today. Nice. Um, so hopefully we'll sound better and we'll actually have the recording stuff so yeah. that we sound all crisp and clean. And, and then uh, we also really do appreciate uh, people like Jared who like to correspond with us and give super us ideas. Awesome. Really uh, appreciate or, it. You know, just get get our get the minds flowing. I think is the, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's it, it's nice because you know we know. We talk a lot outside of this podcast as well, so we're we tend to be uh, on the same page and, and talking about the same things all the time and, and that kind of thing. So it's nice to have an outside perspective, sort of point at something and go, "Well, what what do you, you think forget about this that? or what what, what right. about this?" Yeah, yeah we, super good. Because to us, it's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, yeah." We've already talked about it a million times now. Right. So yeah, um, um, that's very nice. Yeah, super good. Uh, teasing one out here, uh, Maya wanted to talk about uh, injuries in Aikido. So oh, I yeah. think uh, next one here, we'll talk about injuries in Aikido. Aikido. So if you've had an injury, uh, let us know. So that because maybe oh, there's weird injuries yeah. that we don't know about. Like yeah. maybe I don't know. I would be shocked if there wasn't. You know, like done Aikido for over twenty years now, We've and it's really like right. I bet I've seen all the. I mean, but, like. The, at least super old right, common right, right, ones, you know. There's but, probably some weird. Yeah, there's some. That would be great too. I would like to hear a story about so the I, weirdest yeah. injury that you've seen from yeah. From Aikido. That could so be if really you have fun. a moment and you want to send something to us, uh, you can message us on Facebook uh, at Aikido of Fresno. Um, we'll get we'll get your message. Um, you can also message us on Instagram. Um, our Instagram is Aikido Fresno. Um, and Twitter, Twitter, uh, yeah, yeah. Just send um, us a message. Yeah, send us a message. And I think you can even send us one on SoundCloud. I think yeah, send one on SoundCloud. And or I, you can leave comments on SoundCloud. I would also uh, go ahead and plug. There's still time for those who might be thinking about oh, it. Oh yeah, to get out to Las Vegas for Combat Con. Ten That's days, right? The Ten what? Days. Second to the nine days. I think it's nine days nine. today. Yeah, second to the fifth August, uh, of August. Yeah, um, and we will be having several classes there if you want to come and meet us and and we'll out. also be around if you want to buy us lunch uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're always trying to get food out of it i love food it's great <laughs> they do have denny's in uh vegas so yeah, yeah. A, we'll be there yeah nice, i'm sure we'll at record least at least one twice. episode yeah denny's, uh, anyway uh combat is really awesome uh, other than us being there i mean it would be nice if you wanted to come and maybe do uh, a class and kind of uh, get some face-to-face -face experience is what we're talking about but it doesn't matter there are other stuff there's other stuff that happens huge there that's variety really cool. of people from um, jedi knights all the way to you know uh ex special forces um so if so you don't a lot have a vacation planned out yet maybe you want one go ahead and think about that all right i think that's, that's it that's it thank you guys thanks so much guys